Welcome to the Prosperity Rx Podcast. This is Pharmacist Keith Abel with your prescription for prosperity. This is a podcast where I give you hope. I show you the path toward building a life of peace and prosperity, to build a life that you don't need a vacation from. If you're willing to own up to it, to accept that you do have the power to change your circumstances, and that you're willing to do what it takes, then this podcast is for you. You truly can change your life and start on the true path toward financial peace and prosperity. W. Clement Stone in his book, The Success System That Never Fails, said, If you cannot save money, the seed of success is not in you. So let's get on with the show. Welcome to February. We're a month into the new year, and how are you doing so far? How are your New Year's resolutions going? Are you still on track? Probably not. You know, most of us get off track within the first few months of the year. We just keep on marching forward in life, you know, day after day, traffic jam after traffic jam, cubicle after cubicle. Life's moving faster and faster, you know, month by month, year by year. But we're really not getting anywhere. Why is it that most of us fail at keeping our New Year's resolutions? And what simple changes can we make that will help us achieve what we want to accomplish in the future? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on today's episode of the Prosperity Rx Podcast. So let's get on with the show. Every December and January, we resolve to change our path. You know, to get healthier, to become better fit, to get out of debt, to save some money, to do something different. Yet within the first month or two, we fail to change. You know, December's a month attached with a lot of emotions. As the holidays close in, we get caught up in all the emotional roller coaster of the season. You know, we're in a giving mood, but we realize that no matter how prepared we thought we were, our finances just aren't in line with the emotional aspects of giving. You know, family dynamics during the holidays test our emotions. And then the hustle and bustle of the season, combined with all those special foods and holiday treats, we find ourselves not making the best choices when it comes to our health and what we eat. On top of that, after the holidays have passed and we start facing a new year, we reflect on the failures of the past. You know, we tend to make resolutions for the new year that are overly ambitious and destined to fail. As the new year starts, we're a bit apprehensive because we really don't know what the new year is going to bring. And at the same time, we realize that we've set the same resolutions in the past and we've failed to succeed in, in completing those resolutions, you know, many times, year after year after year. It's important to set some intentions for positive change in our life for the new year, to hit that refresh button. So we need to take a different look at how we set those intentions for the new year. Now, by definition, resolutions are more of a do or die, which makes them more intimidating, more likely to fail. The definition of resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something, or the action of solving a problem, a dispute, or a contentious matter. A resolution tends to be rigid and inflexible, so it's more conducive to failure. Nearly 90% of those optimistically life-altering plans fail, and that's never good for our ego. It makes us question ourselves. It makes us want to avoid making future commitments to ourselves. It makes us not just quit our plans to make ourselves better, but it can actually turn us in the wrong direction. The 
I want to eat salad for lunch every day doesn't just derail into a tuna sandwich and a bag of chips. Our frustration instead leads us to a box of donuts with some fries on the side. Meanwhile, a goal, by definition, is the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result, the destination of a journey. Just by these definitions alone, a goal sounds more attainable. Instead of setting a firm resolution that requires a very specific result, uh, we, we need to set a goal, which is part of a journey, and, and enjoy the road to reaching a better place in our life. Now, resolutions seem set in stone. Goals are more malleable. You know, achieving a goal is an entirely different process than achieving a resolution. Let me give you an example. If we set a resolution to eat healthier, we become more obsessed with the result. If we cheat, we feel like we failed completely. We do that enough times and we lose our resolve to eat healthier. Meanwhile, if we set a goal to eat healthier, if we slipped up, it didn't ruin our intention. We could start all over tomorrow and continue to work toward eating healthier. We hadn't broken an ultimate or overreaching rule. If we set a resolution every day, will be a battle to uphold that resolution. But if we set a goal, every day is going to be a journey toward that goal with ups and downs, good days and bad days. And by the end of the year, we'll be able to look back on our year and think about the progress that we made toward our goal and be proud of the work that we put in instead of evaluating whether we did or did not uphold our resolution. Ultimately, a resolution is a pass-fail grade, while a goal is graded on a scale of A to F. If we don't reach the goal, we've at least made progress and we can continue that progress into the next year. Setting ourselves up for success in the new year is one of the most crucial aspects of goal setting. Bettering ourselves involves challenging ourselves, but we also don't want to force ourselves to do anything that we simply cannot achieve. When setting goals, it's important to consider how we're going to achieve it, to, to consider the steps that we can realistically take to get there, breaking them down into baby steps that we can accomplish along the way giving us little wins to keep us motivated. Setting goals that aim too high, of course, are bound to fail. Setting goals that are too low can be similarly bound to fail. But when we set a goal and then break them down into those baby steps, our minds perceive them as easy to achieve. And as we progress along the way, we feel a sense of reward. I'm going to give you a few tips to help us with our goal setting. First of all, never shoot for sameness. It makes sense that trying to remain the same can lead to failure because there's nothing more natural than change. Expect to change. Strive for improvement. Next, make it public. Sharing our goals holds us accountable to achieving that goal. Tell our friends and our family. Tell our coworkers, And be vocal about our intentions and our progress. Next, make it focused. Being a better boss Becoming rich or losing weight are hard to quantify unless we get focused with specific uh, specificity in our words. We should define each step towards our goal and stay focused only on the next step. Make it scalable the next one. While we can all hope to find a genie that's going to grant us wishes, the truth about achieving any change is that small actions eventually create large results. Don't be discouraged by small change. Next, you want to applaud it. It's part of the process. Weight is lost pound by pound. Money is made dollar by dollar. Books are written one word after the other. Next, you want to give it consequences, both good and bad. We all hold ourselves more accountable when consequences are present. 
and set consequences. Plan something that stings a little when we fail and celebrate when we succeed. While many goals focus on getting, you know, quitting negative habits, others should focus on adding rewarding habits. For example, it's great to say we want to quit smoking or quit eating french fries, but if we quit something negative, we should also add goals to do you know, something that we enjoy, like having a date night with our spouse. Another one is to seek support. There are a few more powerful things in life than knowing someone is cheering for our success. When we set a goal, seek out a person who will support our decision and be our champion. And even if we're not chasing the same goal, to become a cheerleader you know, for their goals as well. Next, you want to manage expectations. There's a reason we didn't achieve our goals in the past. We can probably list many of them. You know, we got busy, uh, distracted, stressed, so on. Know that while we're trying to create change, a lot of our life demands won't change. We'll still be just as busy, we'll still find distractions, and we need to manage our expectations when setbacks happen. Don't throw in the towel. And lastly, start doing. Advice can come in many ways. Yes, there are uh, psychological or physiological and social elements included, with, with any intended change that we make. But ironically, when we achieve our goal, our friends and family members and co-workers will summarize our achievements in one simple sentence. They'll say, you did it. So possibly the best advice I can give anybody is just to start doing. We also have to consider why we are setting the goal in the first place. If we're not doing it for us, what are we doing it for? You've got to have a really big why. And by having a really big why, it increases our chances for success. While resolution to do something specific in the new year feels like it must be completed by December 31st, let's be real. We are fallible creatures. Life is hard, and sometimes it gets the best of us. Sometimes the outcomes in our own lives are out of our own control. Since so many things in life are out of our own control, why are we so hard on ourselves when we don't meet a resolution by the arbitrary deadline of December 31st? Folks, it's better to set a goal so we can evaluate our progress and adjust along the way rather than write off a failed resolution and just give up on it. Life's hard enough without the added pressure from ourselves. A goal can be a symbolic finish line that we're working towards, whether the finish line is on December 31st or a metaphoric point that we aim to reach over the rest of our lives. When life gets the best of us and circumstances happen that are out of our control, with goals, we can reevaluate and adjust eliminating the feeling of failure that we experience you know, when we break our resolutions. We should all absolutely aspire to, to reach our goals and light fires under our asses to achieve them. But at the end of the day and the end of the year, it's important to show ourselves some love for everything we've already made happen in our life, to celebrate our successes. Folks, change is inevitable. It's going to happen. And that means we should all focus on setting goals to make the best changes possible. Best wishes in 2019. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Prosperity Rx podcast. And if you did find value, please subscribe and, and feel free to share it with others. Do you find yourself wondering uh, where your money goes each month? Folks, you're not alone. People at every point on the financial spectrum experience the same feelings of frustration and stress that come from not having completed control over, over our finances. One of the first steps to achieving health, wealth, and prosperity is to get control of our finances. And the first step to getting control of our finances 
is to create a spending plan. Now, a spending plan is, is how you tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went at the end of the month. A spending plan is the most important part of getting out of debt and getting control of your finances. You know, once we began following our own spending plan, we were shocked to see all the ways that uh, money was wasted and how quickly we could start paying off our debts by readjusting where that money is going. By getting control of every dollar, we finally were able to get out of debt and start building for our future. To help you, I've created a free course that takes you through the process of getting control of your money. You'll learn how to track your household budget and find the money in that budget to get the life that you really want. I put together this free two-part spending plan class to walk you through the entire process. In part one, we discuss the budget process and we explain the importance of the different steps. In part two, I'll actually walk you through the process of creating a sample spending plan and explain the process in much more detail. To enroll in this free class, visit spendingplanclass.com, S-P-E-N-D-I-N-G-P-L-A-N, class, C-L-A-S-S, dot com. Instead of wondering where your hard-earned money went, learn how to create a spending plan and gain control of your finances. <music>